Koto and welcome to Primary Matters, an MPI podcast that delves into things that matter to our primary industries. I'm Carol Stiles, and in this podcast, I'll be taking a look at what's going on to keep our food and fibre industries thriving and safe. Right now, across Aotearoa, New Zealand, there are huge opportunities to work in the primary industries. In this first series, Get Your Boots On, we're featuring people who have pulled on a pair of boots to kickstart their careers on farms and orchards, in forests and on the sea. So what have they chosen to do? And more importantly, why? What isn't there to like? You're, you're out there in the sunshine or in, in the elements. <laughs> you um, get to be active, you... Um, get to spend time with animals and and sort of your own your own boss most of the day you're sort of yeah using your brain to get things done and and sort of problem solving all the time and yeah it, it's challenging but I like a challenge 19 year old Edward Roskam is a 2IC on a dairy farm got up at 4am put on my warm clothes it was a bit chilly this morning and yeah <laughs> head out and started getting the cows into the yard ready for milking Sometimes it's a little tricky to get out of bed, but I find it's worth it at the end of the day, spending time with the cows. When you get up, what's your first job? Oh, you got to have a biscuit and a cup of tea to <laughs> warm up your body. and <laughs> Yeah, it's always good to have that while sitting behind cows. <laughs> so then you go out and you bring them in? Yes, yeah, yeah, go out, bring them in and yeah, make sure everything's set up and yeah. And then start milking, wash the vat and, and off I go, ready for the day. It's a busy time of year. The milking season's just begun and calves are coming thick and fast. Days can be long. After the four o'clock wake-up call, it's often half past five before Edward walks in the door at the end of the day. Sometimes it pushes to six, but... <laughs> that makes it a 13-hour day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With two-hour breaks, it's good. I enjoy it. It's, it's hard work, but it's not when you love it. I love being out in the sunshine. Not so much the rain, but <laughs> you have those days and yeah, and seeing each cows all with all their milk with full udders in the morning and afternoon, it, it's awesome to see your hard work paying off. The farm's near Cambridge in Waikato. I'm quite enjoying Rotorangi. It's nice and flat and yeah, the sun comes up nice and early and, and it, it, it's, it's warm all day. And it's and close the, to town. Yes, yeah, yeah. Being five minutes is a bit dangerous from town, <laughs> especially living on your own. <laughs> is that your house there? Nah, so I'm a bit further away from the farm, which is quite nice. Get, don't have the tanker going past at night all the time and yeah, can switch off at the end of the day and, and sort of not worry about it. So this farm's A2 Juzies, so yeah, we've got a few like pet registered pedigrees as well, so that's uh, quite exciting. And yeah, sending A2 milk, which is a bit different. Is that today's milk? Yes. Yeah, fresh. <laughs> fresh out of the cow. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we're just filling up the drums for ad-lib feeding, so we just keep the drums full when the calves drink when they want and how much they want, so it's, it's a different way of doing it, but I'm quite enjoying it. Just pens to feed, <laughs> just need to top up the milk each day. It's, it's quite amazing how much they do end up drinking. Sometimes, yeah, we it's about eight litres a day, which is quite a bit, but they grow well off it. <laughs> 
Edward's been farming ever since he left school, but reckons his dairy farming career started long before that. Oh, it started when I was first born. <laughs> so parents are um, third generation dairy farmers, so yeah, so it's sort of been in the blood. Do you think your folks wanted you to go dairy farming? Oh, not particularly. They sort of wanted me to sort of go to uni and, and do something else like engineering or something. But no, I stuck it out and, and I did a whole lot of gateway to, um, which is like a program at schools to learn different careers or, or have a go at different careers. So I had a go at um, equine vetting and, and heavy machine operating at a quarry and sheep and beef farming, but <laughs> dairy farming was for me. <laughs> so yeah, so after convincing them that, yeah, I was quite happy with my decision, I yeah, left school halfway through year 12. That was a bit of a shock to his teachers. They were all godsmacked when I said I was all leaving because, yeah, I achieved level one with excellence and was sort of on track for level two at this at this stage too to achieve with excellence. But I I didn't really enjoy school. I was always hanging out to to go home and help milk the cows. I'd, I'd ride my bike 15 k's to school so I could beat the bus home and <laughs> start milking earlier. And <laughs> I just had had to get out of school to. To, to go farming, it's just, it was the best decision for me and, and um, I've been pursuing like primary ITO and doing um, qualifications through there so I haven't lost anything leaving school early so I'm already up to my level 4 at 19 so yeah, I'm cranking through them. <laughs> Edward can see a clear career path in dairying so is keen to benchmark himself against others in farming and to learn more from them. He's competed in the Young Farmer Competition and in the New Zealand Dairy Industry Awards. In 10 years time I'd like to um, see myself like share farming, quite a nice like small number around yeah, that, that 230 mark and yeah sort of really striving my hardest to yeah, be at the top of the industry and in like three years time, two years time I'd love to yeah, become a manager or, or somewhere higher up and sort of eventually go contract milking and share milking. Um, there's a family farm to go back to um, one day, which is sort of in the back of my mind. And yeah, I'd like to experience yeah, different regions of farming in New Zealand. When I won the dairy industry um, trainee for Waikato, we got to go down to Christchurch and experience their way of farming. And it's a lot different to the Waikato, but it'd be cool to experience sometime. At the end of the day, it's running a business, so if you want that challenge in the future, it is running a business, but also you can just go out farming and be a farm assistant and, and work yourself up to a 2IC, or you can go out and, and own a farm one day if, if that's your passion. What would your advice be to somebody who was considering farming for a career? I'd go out to like local farms in your area or, or ask some mates that might be farming and, and, and just say can I spend a day on your farm and sort of see what it's all about. Um, there's, there's plenty of people out there wanting to give young people a go and show them the ropes. What's the most joyous thing about dairy farming? I love seeing yeah, new calves getting born and, and, and yeah the cows just walking nicely and, and, and milking them and, and being out in the sunshine and, and just yeah cruising along for your day and just, it's, it's awesome. 
yeah, and watching the grass grow, <laughs> as silly as that sounds, but yeah, in the paddock's just nice and no weeds and it, it's just awesome to see. So these are our sort of youngest ad lib feeder calves, so they just, yeah, cruise for the day and if they're a bit hungry, here's one now that just heads up and, yeah, have a feed. It takes too much time up sometimes, of you can just be in the pen for ages patting them and letting them suck on your fingers and yeah, they're, they're awesome. Um, <laughs> such such inquisitive creatures and always always wanting to come up for a pat and yeah, and see ya. Always, always spend a bit of time here after work just sort of chilling with them and yeah, it's a great way to end your day. <laughs> So is that you done for the day? For the morning, yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, all calves are fed and yeah, well, someone's just going to shift the springer cows and then yeah, we have breakfast for an hour and then after breakfast we go collect cows and calves and cow feed. So eating at this time of the year is quite important, yeah, so all my days off um, I've been making meals, especially over calving because that's the last thing I want to do after getting home from a long day is to cook a meal so just cook some meals, put them in the freezer and just have to heat them up in the microwave and a meal ready in five minutes because <laughs> I'm gluten free so it's a bit of a struggle to buy things from the supermarket but yeah, haven't had takeaways yet so <laughs> doing well for myself. <laughs> But yeah, I've been enjoying yeah, baking my bickies. Uh, lately I've made some peanut brownies, chocolate chip cookies, peanut butter chocolate chip cookies, and yeah, and then made some peppermint slice the other day too. So it was pretty good. Turned out well. I made a ginger crunch, but but, but the icing didn't quite work as it did, and it's sort of like a gooey mess. So <laughs> that was a bit of a fail, but <laughs> oh, it still tasted good, so... <laughs> Yeah, as well as being gluten-free, I'm a, I'm a dairy-free dairy farmer, so not a great way to support the industry, but got to sneak in some ice cream here and there. <laughs> and that's award-winning dairy farmer Edward Roskam off to get some breakfast. If you think dairy farming might be for you, or if you're keen to explore other possibilities working on the land or sea, head to the Opportunity Grows Here website and have a look at the roles on offer. I'm Carol Stiles, and you've been listening to Get Your Boots On, a series in MPI's Primary Matters podcast. Kia pai tōrā. Mm-hmm.